Tiger fans, you've probably seen Fort Hay State University license plates on vehicles around town. These official State of Kansas Tiger tags not only show your Tiger pride, but they also support student scholarships. Getting your own Tiger tag is quick, easy, and every tag generates money for student scholarships. Visit fhsualumni.com slash drive or contact the alumni office to learn more. Again, that's fhsualumni.com slash drive. Go Tigers! Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network. Tiger Talk, live from Tiger Club, inside the Robin Center on the Fort Hayes State Campus, is brought to you by these premier Tiger sponsors, Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis, banking one story at a time, the Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute, expertise, technology, compassion, all right here. Adams Brown, strategic allies and CPAs, going above and beyond for you. BTI, your John Deere dealer, with locations in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Mass City, and Pratt. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. The Taco Shop, dine-in, carry-out, or delivery. Since 1970, you've never had it so good. And Eagle, our community connected. Tiger Talk with the voice of the Tigers, Gerard Welbrock. And, excuse me, a good afternoon and welcome to Tiger Talk. We're live at the Robbins Center on the Fort A. State University campus, part of Tiger Club. Certainly glad to have you with us here on this Wednesday. We're going to talk some wrestling, some men's and women's basketball. Busy time for Fort A. State as we near a little break for Christmas, but uh, all those teams still hot and heavy going into it here with some conference action. Uh, the wrestling team headed to the Midwest Classic. We'll get a preview of that and, and more uh, with Eric Wentz here in just a little bit. We'll remind you, you can be a part of the program. Email us your question. Go to the FHSU Athletics website at FHSUathletics.com. Click on the Fans tab. You'll get a drop-down menu there at the bottom. You'll see uh, Ask the Coach. Submit your question if we use it. Chance to win yourself a T-shirt from the Fort Hayes State uh, University Athletic Department. And, of course, we'd invite you to join us in person by joining Tiger Club. It's simple. It's 100 bucks to join your your um, your uh, fee goes towards scholarships for four-day state athletics, and then you can join us here Wednesdays at Tiger Club. Uh, watch the show, some great camaraderie, great food as well, and uh, buy your meal and uh, be a part of the fun here with Tiger Club and Tiger Talk here on the Tiger Sports Network. Four-day state basketball at home this past weekend. The women played Monday, a makeup with Tabor. We'll talk about that with Talia Cars. Men play tonight against Bethel College. Uh, that'll be their final non-conference game at 7 tonight. We'll have a preview with Mark Johnson, talk about their good week. And wrestling, they are headed later this week to Indianapolis, the Midwest Classic. Head coach Eric Wentz joins us now. And uh, uh, a big event. I know you guys have been going to this for a, a couple of years. And I know last week you had, to, had the recap of the, um, the, the Bob Smith Open. But this is a, kind of a nice way for some of your guys to, to end that first semester at a big event up in Indianapolis. Yeah, this is a, an awesome event. It's the 44th annual Midwest Classic. I actually wrestled in it my freshman year of college. <laughs> so you know it's been there a long I, it's time. It's been there a while. But, uh, you know, it's, it's an awesome event. It's a, our midseason peak. Um, 
you know, so we're looking for some big performances from from our 10 starters that we're taking up there. Uh, it's not like a normal open where you get to take everybody. Uh, you only get to take your 10 starters and uh, and see what they can do against some of the top guys in the country. Is this by invite? How does it work to, to participate in this? Yeah, you get an invite, and, and they, it's essentially, I believe it's a 64-man bracket. There's there's quite a few teams uh, looking at it, you know, but most of the top 25 teams are going to be in attendance. Um, so we'll get our, get our hands on some, you know, Number one guys in the country, number fives, and and hopefully be have a good chance to pick up some wins. Well, obviously this is big just for the for the competition, but well, you never know. You come to the end of the year, start looking at regionals and seedings and all of this. How some of this stuff could come into play. Yeah, you know, you, this is a big one for for regional matchups because we'll see a lot of a lot of schools from our region. Mines will be there. Um, you know, a lot of schools from the West, and then but then you, you see some matchups from the teams of the East that you don't normally get to see. The Pennsylvania schools, the East Coast schools, a lot of the North Carolina, South Carolina teams are going to be there. They've all got guys ranked in the top 25 at this point. So, you know, it's a good way to get our hands on some of those guys before the national tournament should we qualify mm-hmm. for the national tournament. You know, in, in other sports, you've seen in football, maybe basketball, where different regions of the country, they play a little bit differently. Is it that way in wrestling, or is wrestling kind of just wrestling? Yeah, it's, it's there's definitely styles based on your region of the country um you know the, where we're at right now the midwest it's it's a hard almost you know almost fist fight like you know sometimes <laughs> you know it's a very physical style of wrestling here in the midwest uh you know being an east coaster myself i always try to compare it to the north carolina schools and and uh those schools are they're not as physical but they're a little bit more crafty they 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 do a lot more rolling around uh it's very similar to like the the western style the western styles are a lot like that as well um where they you know they do a lot more called funk wrestling where you're you know you're rolling around on your back trying to trying to score points off of other off your opponent's shot where you know like I said the midwest we're more hands on physical try to make you make a mistake and capitalize on it which way is harder to adjust to, or is it, you know, is it safe for both? It's, Try to adjust a different style? Yeah, it's tough. Uh, you know, it's it's really tough for high school kids to make the transition to the Midwest style of, of, of very physical wrestling because, mm-hmm. you know, if you're a pretty good high school wrestler, you don't have to be real physical sometimes. You can get away with wrestling kind of light and kind of doing what you want with guys, but, you know, when you come in and you're wrestling a 23-year-old man as an 18-year-old kid, you know, and they put their hands on you, it's a different story. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's different. And then, you know, if you're, you know, if you're not used to rolling around, then it's tough to adjust and you got to work on ways to, you know, prevent scrambling and things like that when you wrestle with East Coast guys. Which I guess that's what makes this event so so unique and good. You get a taste of that. And as you said, hopefully as the season goes, I mean, you're going to go at San Francisco State after the first of the year and face some of those different uh, places that uh, this just all helps in uh, developing the, the, the total complete wrestler. So if they're fortunate, you can get to the Nationals. You're, you're ready for about everything. Yeah, and you, you'll have those head-to-head matchups yeah. when you get to the National Tournament that, that, you know, if you've got to win over a guy who is seatable, then you, you could be fighting for a seed as well, which going into the national tournament seeded is uh, is a big part of it. You know, that's why, you know, we work real hard about this midseason peak here. So when we go into this, uh, we go into this Midwest Classic, you know, we got to be on our A game. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be it's going to be a long two days, um, you know, with some of the best guys in the country. And if we can pick, pick somebody off at this event. And we don't see them the rest of the year. We might have a one up on a seeding on the seeding criteria as we get into the postseason. Talk about your your, your group a little bit that that you're taking, and then maybe some of the expectations. I know you have a few. You're probably uh, hoping to, to to go pretty deep in this thing. Yeah, you know, and, and we're wrestling really really well right now. I think, it, like I said, it's been a really tough first semester. But uh, you know, DeAndre Brown's looking really good. He's he's at 125. He's uh, 
really starting to come into his own. He's he's transferred in this year after taking a year off before when he was at Newman, and then uh, so he's looking really good right now. One thirty three, Kevin Honus will be our guy. He's uh, he's wrestling pretty well. He picked up a couple good wins this week or this past week at the the Bob Smith. Uh, one forty one, Drew Bell is really starting to make some moves. Um, you know, he knocked off uh, an Oklahoma State guy this past week at the Bob Smith, and his one loss that day was to a four time undefeated Oklahoma kid who's now in the lineup at Oklahoma State. Wow. So, uh, you know, so that was his one loss at Bob Smith, and he's, he's really tough on top, and he's good at getting bonus points, so that's what we're looking for from him this weekend. Um, Marcel Deli, our Hungarian hammer, out of, you know, he, he's going to be at 149, so he's, he's sitting right around 500 right now because he's just getting used to the uh, the American style of wrestling. Um, but he's, he's looking really good in workouts right now, so if he's on and can kind of minimize the rolling around because you don't do that in freestyle because you give up points, so he's got to get used to that. Um, 157, we'll have Hunter Harrison this week. He had a really good weekend at the Bob Smith, picked up a couple solid wins and had a really good match with a, with a regional placer from last year. Um, so he's, he's wrestling really well right now. Uh, 165, Cody Hicks. Um, you know, he was out for the Bob Smith, uh, caught the flu not long before that. So he actually ended up getting some IV fluids because he was, it was so bad, but, uh, he's really wrestling well. He's, he's got a winning record and has got some really good wins this year. Uh, 174, Juan Urbina will be our guy. He's, uh, finishing up his career here after coming in from Pratt and he, he had a really good weekend at Bob Smith and he's starting to really come around. Um, uh, and then 184, we had to have a wrestle off this past week. Um, and it was good. Uh, you know, Matt Rodriguez came out on top. Redshirt freshman knocked off uh, Bryce Westmoreland, a fifth-year senior, two out of three. We, had, we wow. did a two out of three with him. Uh, lost the first match to Bryce, and then uh, picked up two really hard-fought, close wins. But you know, you know, Matt's really come a long way. He was pretty green when he got here last year, and that redshirt year where he got almost 30 matches really helped. So, you know, he had a big win over an Oklahoma State kid at the Bob Smith, and put himself in the semis, and uh, ended up winning winning one more after that. But you know, he's looking really good. Obviously, Terry is Henry at 197. Yeah. Been a little bit of an up and down year yeah. for him, um, but he's he's getting up there in age. He's <laughs> working on. I think he's in his maybe his sixth year right now. But wow. he's he's just outstanding. So I, and he's had a really good week. We really tr- toned toned down his training a little bit. Try to keep his body feeling pretty good because he's like I said, when you get up there in your fifth and sixth year of college college wrestling, your body starts <laughs> shutting grind. down. So you grind. You know, so that's a big one for him. It's just going in mentally in the right place. You know, you know, not worrying about the past losses or anything like that. Just going in because he made the finals here last year, mm-hmm. lost in a barn burner that took thirty minutes. <laughs> wow! Uh, because of challenges and some really close calls against the guy who ended up winning a national title. So you know, if we can get get a good showing out of him, I think he can win it. He definitely is a top four guy in that in that weight class, but it's going to be tough, you know, because everybody's wrestling really well right now. And then Tony Caldwell, heavyweight, uh, you know, he's he's had a good season so far, um, you know. So if he's, we've been working on some little bit, little bit more dynamic wrestling from him. He's very kind of one dimensional, and st- people are starting to figure it out. So he'll be working on a couple different things for him to kind of branch out his wrestling style a little bit, try to score some more points. And that should be a lot of fun. That's coming up this weekend in Midwest Classic in, in Indianapolis. Longer trip, I say that you're going to San Francisco, so it's not. I mean, you but but travel and, and all of that, and, and then with wrestling, obviously you got to you got to watch your weight. That always makes things, I'm sure, on on trips like this a little more challenging. Just going up to Carney and, and, and wrestling yeah, in a duel. Yeah. So we'll you know we're we're gonna drive the whole way 
on Friday, uh, get a workout in when we get there, and we got a uh, we rented a place. There's only ten of us plus our support staff and coaches and stuff, and you know hotel rooms were crazy expensive, but we found a place that's, that's, that's got a workout room in it. So oh, wow. guys, you know if we get there, we're gonna get a workout in at Indianapolis uh, Friday night when we get there, and then if they got to do a little bit more cutting after that, there's a the there's a fitness room in this house we rented, and so you know we'll be able to. Uh, Get a workout in back at the house if need be, but hopefully they're they're doing a good job of managing their weight. It's it's really tough right now because of finals, because yeah, they're probably staying up a little later than normal, working on papers and studying, and so they're they're trying not to put anything too bad in their body after about eight or nine p.m. <laughs> so yeah, but we'll be good. And then it's a two-day weigh-in, which makes it tough as as usual. But uh, you know, so you know, as long as they do a good job of managing their weight over the next few days, we'll we'll get the work in that we need to get done. So just going to ask you with finals week, obviously it's a it's a balancing act, getting ready for this, but also getting all the schoolwork done and getting those tests and yep. getting the, the the semester done. How do, how do you handle it as a wrestling it's, coach? It's you know we we open the doors around eight o'clock in the morning to the practice room and uh, you know it's if you can come in as you can with a partner, get around your study schedule. Um, work it out. You know, the coaches will be in there normal time, you know, but it's nothing structured, nothing mandatory. We're just in there, you know, ask us questions. It's a really light week because, you know, come in and get your hour in, get a good sweat, fine-tune some things, get out, get back to studying, get back to writing your papers and, and keep your weight under control. Health-wise, how you guys doing? Because he said it's been it's been a, 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 a heavy schedule and <laughs> yeah. some great competition. Uh, how you guys doing in that regard? Yeah, we've got some, we, we got some guys that have been a little banged up, you know, little little things, knee injuries, you know, sprained MCLs, and, and you know, probably the worst ones. Kate Lindsay's been out all year, uh, and he's he's actually we're working through some stuff. We're hoping maybe he can be back second semester, but you know, we're not holding our breath at this point. Um, and having an All American out of the lineup has been tough, but you know, Juan's done a good job filling in for him, but, you know, we, we've got our typical bumps and bruises from, from six months of, of straight training and wrestling, but, you know, overall, I think we're looking pretty good right now. Yes, and you're probably no different than about any other team in the, in the country at <laughs> yep. this point. Yep. And, and then after this, you, get, you have the Christmas break, uh, you'll come back, and then, as we said, uh, you, you kind of start that dual season for the second semester. You'll have, you know, the conference matches. You'll go to uh, out at San Francisco straight, three straight weekends on the road. Mm-hmm. How is it different, like, competing in an event like this and, and a lot of the tournaments you go to to kind of now shifting gears into a more of a dual structure for a good chunk of the rest of the year? You know, you, you do a little more game planning. You know, and you, go, you walk into an invite or an open tournament, you don't really who, know who you're going to have mm-hmm. right out of the gate. So we do a little more game planning. You know, the, the way you train is a little different, you know, because you're only going to be going out there for seven, seven to ten minutes. So we, we focus on, you know, you know how we're going to condition leading up to that, how we're going to rest leading up to that. And then obviously the travel, you know, if we're staying relatively close, we can just head down – early in the day, mm-hmm. get a workout in, we get there to get the weight off, and then we wrestle for an hour and a half and head home. <laughs> but, uh, you know, obviously when we go to San Francisco State, that's a that's quite the haul. A little different. So we're flying out, <laughs> you know, flying to San Francisco to wrestle them and uh, Colorado School of Mines, which we normally do in Colorado. But, you know, San Francisco State, they have to travel everywhere, so yeah. we're throwing them a bone and going out there to them. And, you know, but that's a little different just because of the travel and flying. And, mm-hmm. you know, so we just try to focus on, you know, the match we got coming up and, and focus on weight management and rest and recovery and making sure we're as healthy as possible going into this dual season. All right, sounds good. We'll talk more about that as we get closer in the second semester. But the Midwest Classic this weekend, where are they holding that at? Uh, University of Indianapolis. UND, okay, yep. very good. Yep. All right, well, should be a lot of fun. Hopefully, as you said, uh, 
you have some guys do well and go deep into that thing, and uh, who knows, maybe plays benefits down late in the year for regional seedings and all of that. But yep. uh, appreciate the visit uh, and uh, safe travels, and best of luck. Go get them this weekend. Thank you. Appreciate it. There you go. That's Eric Wentz. He is the head wrestling coach at Fort A. State University. Again, the Midwest Classic, it begins Saturday, goes through Sunday. If you go to the Fort A. State Athletics website, there's a link there to watch it and keep track of all the, uh, the Tigers and watch them uh, throughout that tournament. Tiger Talk brought to you in part, well, actually, the Kansas Department of Transportation and the uh, Fort A. State University one, and the Zero to Drive to Zero Coalition invite you to join Tiger fans with a plan. If you're going to be drinking, always designate a sober driver. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll talk some women's basketball. Talia Cars joins us next here on Tiger Talk along the Tiger Sports Network built by PWC. When it comes to the month of December, there's two things to talk about in this commercial for the taco shop, and they're kind of related. Number one, gift cards. When it comes to giving out gift cards as a gift or a stocking stuffer, Taco Shop makes perfect sense. And then also the specials. As you're running around doing all that Christmas shopping, you're hungry and you don't want to cook at home. Stop by the Taco Shop, get the gift cards, and take advantage of the specials. The Sanchez, $3.89, pork quesadilla, $4.49, and the chicken taco salad, $5.89. These are challenging times in healthcare, but you bring out the best in us. Hi, I'm Eddie Herman, President and CEO of HazeMed. As a leader in quality outcomes and patient satisfaction, we're working together with our community hospital partners to strengthen health in Western Kansas. Because we know you deserve great care everywhere. We are all healthcare. And at HazeMed, we are proud to specialize in you. Learn more at HazeMed.com. The most dependable and respected plumbing and mechanical systems provider in our area for 75 years, the Glassman Corporation. They have a long history of large projects and resolving building problems. They're the experts for commercial and residential heating, AC, plumbing, and geothermal systems, and they specialize in applied chillers and boilers of all types. Glassman has techs on the road all over the region every day. Call Glassman Corporation, 1-800-662-4318. That's 1-800-662-4318 and at GlassmanCorp.com. Too much football? <laughs> There's no such thing. Especially not when Next Tech has you covered with the fastest internet and the best combination of streaming and live TV. Get gig speed internet and deluxe TV now for the perfect football watching experience. You'll never have to choose which game to watch. Next Tech lets you catch them all, buffer free at an unbeatable price. Don't miss the action. Get started at next-tech.com today. Sydney driven the right hand, does it the ruddle, right corner three, swish! Tigers started 0 for 7 from 3, and they've hit two in a row. Ruddle has five all this quarter, and Forte State is up 10. They're on a 15-2 run here to open up the second half. Yeah, some of the action from last Thursday, big third quarter, four-day state knocking off Northwest Missouri State. Welcome back into Tiger Talk. We're live at the Robbins Center on the four-day state campus talking some women's basketball now. Head coach Talia Cars joining us. And um, yeah, that was a big third quarter. It seems like your team was, was on Thursday against uh, Northwest Missouri State. Uh, minus a few games here and there it seems like your team has that one defining quarter uh sometimes it's been early a lot of times it's been in the second half where you kind of take control of the game and against the Bearcats it was that third quarter and you kind of able to maintain it the rest of the uh, that ball game yeah no we did a good job of um 
Guarding their, guarding their guards from the three-point line especially, just they were all really good shooters, yeah. and um, we did a good job of containing them on the three-point line. And then offensively, we executed super well in the second half on Thursday. We I would call play, and there was no doubt in my mind they were going to execute it, and a lot of times we got a really good shot, and we were making the shots, and so that's why we were able to pull away. You know, it's, and, and that, that's kind of with this team. When the offense is going, you guys look really good. There's times maybe it's not as been as good, but it seems like defensively, by and large, there's always moments in there, but this group has really kind of figured it out. Go back I, the second, fourth quarter against Northeastern, and since then I think you played good defense, and you, you mentioned it. Lindsey Kilderman for them uh, shooting like 40-some percent from three, their leading scorer. She 0 for 5, never scored in the ball game. I mean, it's like it took the challenge and took their two best scores and just basically eliminated them on that game. Yeah, no, we did a good job of um, honing in on her, and then Molly's always a, a really good scorer and somebody they're always mm-hmm. trying to – to get a ball in the basket for and um, we did a good job on her too and making sure that she was always contained and we were always aware of where she was at on the floor and they just played really good team defense. Yeah and, and you know Northwest is a good team we saw what they did they go up and beat Carney uh, two nights later and you've had some close ones with them I mean last year that you know you had a really battle to to defeat them they're an up-and-coming team and Kind of like you were a few years ago. You have this core of players that keep getting older and more mature and more experienced, and you're seeing them play well. That, that's, that was a big-time win. Yeah, I think Northwest is kind of like us. that We look at their roster and we're like, man, they've been there forever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they, that's kind of where they're at, too. They have a lot of a lot of kids back, and most of their team returned from last year, and they're starting to figure it out and playing really good team ball. Good games from Katie and Olivia. Both were in double figures, 14-7 and seven for Katie, 11-5 and five for Olivia. And she's always been a pretty good scorer. It seems like her rebounding has gotten better this season. Yeah, I think um, she's just gotten a lot stronger too, and specifically in her core, and she's able to um, be more aggressive on the boards and be more physical on the boards and go get a rebound. And she's also a player that seems like – understands maybe the different situations. I mean, there was – I can't remember which game now. It was, she caught it. It was like a triple team. Yeah. And so instead of forcing it, she's, you know, getting two, three assists a ball game. You know, maybe years past she still tries to shoot that and, you know, just unravels. She's finding open players, kind of understanding just the game a lot better. Yeah, she's getting a good feel of – what they're trying to do defensively if they're trying to really hone in on her and be aware of where she's at every time she catches. She knows if somebody else is coming and she's able to distribute the ball and get somebody else a shot. That was a nice win, and then you came right back on Saturday, Missouri Western. I think when we talked to you after the game, um, I'm fine if you schedule all road games in St. Joe against those guys for whatever reason. They play really well in Hayes. It's three in a row now. We know uh, what happened two years ago in the regional, the overtime win last year, and, and, and then the game on, on Saturday. And You watch video of them, and they've got a good team. They've got a lot of players back, but it had to be one of their best games of the year. I mean, they played really, really well, and for whatever reason, they love Gross Memorial Coliseum. They do. They, um, I think, have been up to this point shooting the three-pointer like 25%, and they shot at 42% yeah. against us. Um, they're, all, they're all better than they've been playing the last – um, basically th- since the season started. They're they're better than that, and they showed that on Saturday. They, I think we got their best shot from them, and um, there was just – I went back, and I've watched the game three times now, and um, <laughs> there was diff- different things defensively that we just miscommunicated, and we there was four three-pointers in the second half that were bad defense where we just 
didn't communicate with each other, and we gave them a wide open shot, and they they hit it. Yeah, Brianna Budget, she really held her in check most of the day, but she had those two fourth quarter threes, and those were backbreakers. Yep, nope, they were, and it was just based on miscommunication. Uh, she was she was wide open just because we didn't talk. So um, I think it came down to that really defensively, offensively. Um, we did okay. I thought I wasn't super disappointed in how we played offensively, but those there was four specific possessions where we gave up a, a really crucial three in that second half. Talk more about that, but we're at the bottom of the hour. I need to squeeze in 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. With a combination of Kaiser Liquor and Fort Hayes State Athletics, you're sure to be into something good. Kaiser Liquor and 14 KEYS Hayes. Gerard Walbrock back with you here from the Robbins Center. It's Tiger Talk on this Wednesday. We're talking women's basketball with head coach Talia Cars. Good weekend. Tigers got a split, came back, got a win over Tabor on uh, Monday night. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Seemed like this game kind of swung, the Missouri Western game, right before halftime. They get those final uh, four points. You were up 11 and in control, and it's amazing. It was, it's sometimes, you know, the, the, the middle eight, you know, the final four of the first half, uh, first four of the second half, they kind of won that stretch, got them some momentum, and then they came out on fire in that third quarter and got you behind and you're playing from behind a lot of the way yeah defensively we weren't as good late in the second in the second quarter um offensively we took a couple early shots that i that i wasn't looking for um so that that definitely was that hurt us late in the second quarter and then going into the third um we didn't execute super super well and then like i said gave up those easy shots um late in the game it was a physical game. I mean, I was. I think you commented. Uh, you know, Olivia got got fouled like five times every time she touched the ball. And, and and there are teams that do that. They play physical, and I'm sure they know the officials aren't going to call everything. And yeah. so you, you have to battle through that. It seemed like your team handled that pretty well, but that was a physical game. Yeah, that was something that uh, one of my assistants did the scout on them, and she's like, they did not play like that <laughs> up to this point. And I said, yeah. They, they like to be rough with Liv, and I, I, I did. I went and looked at every single one of her clips, honestly, and um, we get to do a review on the officials after every game. So I was very specific, and there's about two or three times every time we went up the floor on offense that Liv got hit, that she got she got hit, and it was probably a little extensive. And early in the first quarter, they called it almost every time. Mm-hmm. She got to the line, or she made her shot and didn't get fouled almost consistently in the first quarter. And then after that, like you said, they might have got tired of calling it or for whatever reason. And she, I mean, she's got neck issues anyway, and she, you could you could see it. It was, it was wearing on her, but I was so proud of her because she did not back down. She continued to battle. She continued to really work for the ball, and um, we just didn't get it to her as much as we should have. Ten points, 11 boards. She gets a double-double despite all of that and played well. And then Katie had, I mean, that was just a – Phenomenal game, 28 points, 14 boards. That's a season high. Two assists in the contest, and she's just playing so well right now. And, I mean, she eventually fouled out late in, in that ball game. But, boy, she just uh, she battled and gave everything she had in that one. Yeah, no, you never have to question Katie's effort ever, and that's something that I'm really thankful for as her coaches. I always know that Katie's going to work really hard. Sometimes she's not going to make those shots, but – her effort is going to make something happen eventually. Maybe it's for somebody else or whatever. And she she just battles and battles and battles. I know after the game you mentioned, too, your late game situation. You didn't hit the shot, but you go back to the regional final and, and, and had the ball in your hand trying to – and just it, was, it didn't, didn't go well. You, you look like you handled that better. You got a good look, just it didn't go for Megan. Yeah, no, I thought, I thought overall we had the ball three different times. Um, 
on the sideline, and I thought we did a great job of executing those plays. And then defensively, on the other end, I thought we made it. I mean, the fact that Brooke could get a steal on two different mm-hmm. people on the opposite end of the floor, I think that's huge. And she missed the layup, but I was so dang proud of her for guarding the two of them and still get, ended up <laughs> with the ball. Um, and so I thought we did a good job defensively, too, just talking, communicating, figuring out, okay, what do we need? Who should we foul? And I thought we did all of that very well. Well, Tigers lose that one, had to come back with a makeup game on Monday, taking on the Tabor College Blue Jays, who are 9-2. and two. We'll take a quick break. We'll talk about that, and we're going to preview the rest of the, uh, the week. Four-day state uh, getting back into conference play uh, later this weekend. Sunday afternoon basketball down in Wichita. We'll do that when we come back. A reminder, the Tiger Talk is brought to you today by BTI. They're your John Deere dealer. Locations in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Nest City, and Pratt. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. More Tiger Talk next on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. BTI now delivers John Deere parts, tools, and more directly to your farm or home. Visit bti-direct.com for their full catalog. All products ship with fast, affordable shipping options. Need something delivered in a hurry? Just email orders at btiequip.com or get connected to your local BTI parts counter. That's orders at btiequip.com or visit them online at bti-direct.com. If you haven't heard, land is in high demand. Hi, this is Adam Hand, your local Whitetail Properties land specialist in central and western Kansas. If you have ever considered selling your farm, ranch, or hunting land, now is the time to give us a call. We would love to talk with you about why landowners trust us to uniquely market and sell their land quickly for the best price possible. If you're interested in buying or selling land, give me a call at 785-259-2469 or visit whitetailproperties.com. Brungard Hauer CPAs in Hazen Garden City has developed a deep trust with our clients over the years, and we are very appreciative of their continued patronage. Sometimes clients just need someone they can trust, someone they are always comfortable contacting for good advice on tax, accounting, and business issues. If you haven't found your trusted advisor yet, it's time to meet Brungard Hauer. Brungard Hauer CPAs. We can help. We do that. The passions you pursue help shape who you are and make your story brighter. At Golden Belt Bank, we support you because when you live your passions every day, your finest work unfolds. Make today the beginning of another great chapter. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit goldenbeltbank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Salah gets it back right wing with five into the foul line. Picks up her dribble. Shoots a tough one in traffic. No good. Stirs the offensive rebound. And she put it in. Oh, what a play by Ellie. Her first basket of the game. It's a stick back. 28-20, four-day state. Now some of the action from Saturday against Missouri Western. Welcome back to Tiger Talk. We're talking women's basketball with Coach Talia Cars. We'll preview the Newman game on Sunday. Real quick, we'll talk about Tabor. And we heard that highlight from Ellie Stearns. She's a player. I mean, last year she was a good shooter. And, I mean, freshman or freshman, they figured it out. But she's really figured it out. I think you're seeing the, the total player now. She had a huge game against Tabor. And 
other areas than shooting the ball. It's been fun to watch. You get stick back basket, rebounding better, steals, all those other things. Her game's really starting to evolve. Yeah, no, Ellie does a great job. She's strong and she's physical and defensively she's not afraid to get up in somebody and is athletic enough enough to guard about anybody. And then um, on the boards, she's just somebody that's now consistently going. Mm-hmm. And when you're consistently going, they're you're you're going to get them. And she does a good job of finishing when she does get them. And, um, but she's just been so consistent in going every single time. All right, let's talk about Tabor real quick before we preview Newman. Uh, tough games, makeup games I think are always tough because you play them at a weird time. This was a Monday, first, you know, finals week going on. So a lot of distractions. And maybe that first half felt that way. But, uh, boy, that second half, you guys, you know, and Tabor came in 9-2. and two. They're picked to win the KCAC. I'll be shocked if they don't. Uh, that's a good basketball team. In the second half, you guys are really, really good. Yeah, no, they, they're they a really good team. They do, He does a great job with them in, year in and year out, and they execute things really well, and they're all really good shooters. And <clears throat> that was another thing that we tried to focus on was the three-point line to yeah. get better at that, and I thought we did okay at that. And um, wanted to get young players in early and get them some minutes just to remind them that they're not that far off. Right. We, have, we have so much experience that I think for them it can get frustrating and get hard to see because they feel like they're okay and we just have a lot of experience and so um, for me I just I really wanted to get them in early and and help them realize they are college basketball players they can do this and just remember that they've got really good people playing in front of them. Yeah, I thought they did a good job but it was maybe your oldest player who stands out what a night for uh, Clary 17 points five boards couple of steals uh, her Fort Hay State uh, high, she had 19 in the game against uh, with UCO, but uh, good to see her have a. You know, she's one of those. Some games, some matchups, so she doesn't play as much. Others, she plays more, but she always gives great effort, great in, on on the practice floor, and good to see her rewarded. She had a fun game. She she played really well. She was kind of the reason you're able to get that separation in that fourth quarter. Yeah, she's a lot like Katie in the regard of you never have to question Clary's effort. Every single day, every day in practice, she's always working so hard, and sometimes it's just not what's best for us as a team. But um, I was really happy for her, and she was really excited, even though it was maybe not a Division II team. She was really excited to have a good game and, and was ready to play. Yep, should be excited. She played well. All right, let's take a look at the – you got a couple of more games before you get a little bit of break for Christmas, but uh, two conference games at Newman Sunday and, and at Central Oklahoma – uh, two teams that have been struggling a little bit, so I guess that becomes a challenge. Back on the road, it's right before the break, and you know sometimes you start thinking about a little bit of time off and what you're going to do when you go back home, but you got to stay focused. These are games that count just as much as Northwest and Missouri Western and Emporia and everybody else. Yep, nope. Um, Newman's a little unique in that they run kind of the similar offense as Missouri Western, so um, we'll see if we can guard it a little better against Newman. And um, She's got a good group in, and she's young. She's got about four freshmen there playing quite a bit, and so we'll see a lot of new faces against them and then uh, UCO's got a lot of people back she also has brought in a lot of transfers and um, they've had a couple kids hurt off and on and so they have been a little inconsist- inconsistent in their lineups um, but she's got a lot of talent so yep, should be two big ones that'll be kind of a different schedule it's on Sunday afternoon at 1:30, and then a 5:30 game uh, at UCO on Tuesday night, and that'll be a women's only contest, which we'll get into a little bit later. But, Coach, appreciate it. Uh, hope it's a good finals week for your gals the rest of the week, and we'll see you down in Wichita. Thanks, Sharon. There you go, Talia Cars, head coach of the Tigers, as they play at Newman Sunday at Central Oklahoma on Tuesday. Tiger Talk brought to you in part by the Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute, the most comprehensive orthopedic care in western Kansas. Learn more at HayesMed.com backslash orthopedics. We'll take a break. Talk men's basketball with Mark Johnson. He's up next here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. 
Hey, Tiger fans. You've probably seen Fort Hay State University license plates on vehicles around town. These official State of Kansas Tiger tags not only show your Tiger pride, but they also support student scholarships. Getting your own Tiger tag is quick, easy, and every tag generates money for student scholarships. Visit fhsualumni.com slash drive or contact the alumni office to learn more. Again, that's fhsualumni.com slash drive. Go Tigers! We know healthcare isn't just about the occasional checkup. It's knowing that care is just around the corner, ready for life's little surprises. I'm Tammy Zimmerman, your friendly First Care Pharmacist. Introducing First Care Pharmacy, now open right at the heart of Hayes at 13th and Main. You can get your medications delivered for free or pick them up during your next clinic visit. Whether it's a toothache or a heart flutter, we've got your back. Swing by First Care Pharmacy or visit firstcareclinic.com backslash pharmacy. Health just got easier. Natural gas is a safe, efficient fuel for your home. In nature, natural gas has no smell. That's why, for your safety, we odorize natural gas pipelines. That distinctive rotten egg smell could be a sign that you have a gas leak. If you have a compromised sense of smell, consider purchasing a methane detector. If you suspect a leak, don't touch light switches, use phones, garage openers, or anything that could cause a spark. Get everyone out of the building immediately and call Midwest Energy. A safety message from Midwest Energy, a customer-owned cooperative, making energy work for you. BTI John Deere has what you need for farm projects big and small. Boost your productivity with the John Deere Skid Steer. Whether you're acquiring your first machine or adding to a fleet, there's a skid steer that's all in for you. Make a stop at your local BTI to learn more or visit btiequip.com. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. Oh, here's Hammocky. Six on the shot clock. Caleb, left wing, tries to get free. Guarded three-pointer. He put it in right in front of the bench. And the Tigers lead by five. Caleb Hamakey with 11, 33, 28. It's an 11 to nothing run by the Tigers and their biggest lead of the night with 10.25 to go in the game. Yeah, that was a big basket Thursday as the Tigers knock off number 17, Northwest Missouri State, 57 to 49, then backed it up with a 73-49 over number 22, Missouri Western. Joined now by head coach Mark Johnson. Congratulations. Pretty big week last week. First time since 2010-2011 you've won back-to-back games against a ranked opponent. and First time at home since 97-98. Now, you don't always play ranked opponents in back-to-back games, so that's, uh, you know, doesn't happen very often. But, boy, you guys played really, really well, really good defense uh, for uh, against both teams. And uh, it, was, it was a good week at home last week. Yeah, it was. I mean, we needed to have uh, success that weekend. You look at um – you know, after tonight's game, five of our next seven games are on the road, and they're all conference games. So we could not afford to to lose any home games in conference this past week. And our guys did a great job. Look, we've played four MIAA games, and three of the four opponents have not got to 50, which I would think we're probably the only team in the country <laughs> probably. Uh, that can say that. I can't imagine there's another team in the country that's played four conference games and held three of them in, uh, below 50. So give our guys a lot of credit, uh, really locked in, played hard. Uh, you know, we knew the Northwest game. You know, that game played out, by it seemed like, about the last five or six times we've played them. I think the biggest difference, uh, like I said, after the game, we made some shots in the last five minutes that we just have missed in our previous opportunities. We've been right there in, like, the, the highlight of Caleb hitting the tough three, and then Elijah hit some big baskets 
uh, some mid-range shots. Uh, I think Sean and, and RJ are maybe, you know, hit some shots late. And that was really the difference. We were able to, to make just enough shots in the last five minutes this time around than maybe the previous four or five times. Doesn't hurt. They go two of 16 from three. And I know they missed some wide open ones, but I thought you defended them well early. And, and kind of, as you said, you probably had it in the back of their head, even when they were open, that there, there was some help coming and it wasn't going to be an easy shot. I mean, they're, they're a good – I mean, Wes Dreamer goes 0 of 8 from 3. I doubt he's been 0 for his life at any level. Uh, but but it was you, you set the tone defensively in that ball game. Yeah, you know, sometimes our guys, like I said, people come out and only watch Missouri Western play one time on our home floor or, or Northwest and uh, – you know, those guys don't seem to struggle to score against other people. Both those teams are averaging 75 points a game. And uh, Wes Dreamer, I'm sure we, we caught him on a little bit of off night, but uh, those guys are all aware, like, for that position, that's what who B guards. B's probably the best defender in the league. And they get in a hurry because they're not open very often, and they know when they do get open, B's going to be right there awfully fast. So it kind of speeds them up just enough on their shots that they don't get comfortable and, and they end up missing. So uh, I think that even Missouri Western, you look, um, you know, our guys were just after them the whole time. In 40 minutes, you're going to break free every now and then. Uh, but when it doesn't happen very often, they break open and then they, they kind of panic and try to rush their shot and, and they end up missing some good looks. And that was kind of something we didn't do at Rogers. We let Rogers get comfortable in the first five minutes of the game. And now the basket's big and they make shots. Our guys, uh, you know, really uh, did good all week. You're always concerned after the Northwest game how your players will respond. And uh, for whatever reason, I thought we might even be more locked in and focused at the tip of the Missouri Western game uh, than we even were for the Northwest game. So a lot of credit to our guys for being ready to play less than 48 hours after a big win. R.J. Crawford, you mentioned him a little bit ago. He had a good week uh, in the Northwest game. He scored 16, 3 of 5 from 3. Uh, he came back with 12 against Western, 2 of 4 from 3. Looks like he's finally feeling comfortable, and it looks kind of like the R.J. Crawford we've seen in, in highlights from when he played at Southwest Baptist. Yeah, him and Sean are really need to give us that offensive boost we didn't have last year, and I think this weekend they did. Sean had a, a, a nice week. I think he had like averaged like 11 points and six and a half rebounds for the games. I think R.J. averaged about 13 or 14, and that's something we didn't have a, a year ago, and, and uh, R.J.'s a good shooter. You know, we don't uh, quite honestly have a lot of those, so he really <laughs> has a lot of pressure on him to make his shots, and uh, he shot it well uh, this week, and, and like I said, that's something we need out of him and Sean to be able to come in and give us a little boost. I think a guy that's really helped us too, uh, Kyle Grill, mm -hmm. just by staying big, the importance of size, especially this last weekend with the teams uh, we played. Um, you know, we've been pushing Elijah down to the three and getting Jaheim in there, and it was just that was going to be too small of a lineup to play this week, uh, this past week. Uh, so I thought Kyle really came in and just was active. Didn't score a lot, but did a lot of good things. Got his hands on some balls and things like that and, and uh, did a really good job. And uh, I think his future is bright for us. And uh, it was nice to see him get out there and get some good minutes and, and really respond well. You mentioned Elijah. He had a, a good week, uh, 13 points, three assists in the Northwest game, then 17 Seven rebounds, seven steals against Missouri Western. He had a good week, and uh, I know he shows glimpses of it, but he did it in back-to-back -back games, and that was good to see because he's obviously a guy when he could get to the rim and do those things could be could be tough. Yeah, he had a really good – I mean, the Western game might have been his best mm -hmm. game he's had here. I mean, he had 17 points. I know he's probably had a few games where he scored more than that, but he had uh, seven rebounds, seven steals, was just really active in, in every part of the game. 
And, uh, you know, his mid-range, you know, he's really struggled with his mid-range this year, which is kind of that's his game. It was nice this weekend that he felt like he was gaining some confidence in his uh, 15 to 17 uh, mid, you know, foot shots. You know, the thing with him, he's probably an inch or two shorter than his style of play. You know, if he was six, a legit 6'4", he would be unbelievable. But he's – we list him at 6'3". He's probably 6'2 and a half. Um, so uh, – you know, he gets a lot of stuff done just being physical and tough. And really, that's the core of our four guys, uh, Caleb, Elijah, uh, B, and Trajan. We've had those guys for the last – and Gabe was a part of that group. But th- those four guys, the core of just uh, toughness and, and winners um, is something you can't replace. And it's nice when Elijah can bring the other part of it, when our, those four guys can make shots and play well offensively. That just takes us to another level because you know they're going to be there as far as – uh, competing and, and high-character guys that winning is important. You mentioned Sean Riley. What probably pleased you as much as anything, eight rebounds against the Bearcats, five rebounds against Missouri Western. Looks like that part of his game, the defense, the rebounding, is getting a little bit better. Yeah, you know, um, Sean, like, so we need to get him in there. He needs to give us some help with some scoring, a little bit of boost. At times he can, he can rebound because he's a little quicker and faster. Um, you know, Sean's just trying to figure out how, how, you know, what level you have to play at with with uh, intensity and energy and toughness. He's a great athlete. He's the fastest guy on the court most days. If he would ever just let loose and, and play and had B's motor, he would be phenomenal. Uh, he's trying to get there. He's better today than he was, uh, you know, when, in practice at the beginning of the year. And, and hopefully that's something that he keeps uh, continuing to do because he, his potential is, is really high. He just uh, trying to figure out where, what motor he needs to be at. And I thought this weekend, this past week, he was pretty good with that and was really active. Well, the Tigers back at home tonight. They wrap up the three-game homestand non-conference with Bethel College and then on the road uh, on Sunday at Newman. And then they'll play New Year's Eve against Central Oklahoma as they close out first semester play. Uh, Tiger Talk today brought to you by Golden Belt Bank. Your life has a story. Golden Belt Bank would like to get to know that story. Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis. You can visit them at goldenbeltbank.com. We'll take a break. We'll preview tonight's game with the Threshers from North Newton when we return on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. The passions you pursue help shape who you are and make your story brighter. At Golden Belt Bank, we support you because when you live your passions every day, your finest work unfolds. Make today the beginning of another great chapter. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit goldenbeltbank.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. When it comes to the month of December, there's two things to talk about in this commercial for the taco shop, and they're kind of related. Number one, gift cards. When it comes to giving out gift cards as a gift or a stocking stuffer, Taco Shop makes perfect sense. And then also the specials. As you're running around doing all that Christmas shopping, you're hungry and you don't want to cook at home. Stop by the Taco Shop, get the gift cards, and take advantage of the specials. The Sanchez 389, pork quesadilla 449, and the chicken taco salad 589. These are challenging times in healthcare, but you bring out the best in us. Hi, I'm Eddie Herman, President and CEO of HazeMed. As a leader in quality outcomes and patient satisfaction, we're working together with our community hospital partners to strengthen health in Western Kansas. Because we know you deserve great care everywhere. We are all healthcare. And at HazeMed, we are proud to specialize in you. Learn more at hazemed.com. Have a know-how, have a know-how. 
Stock up this winter with holiday season savings from Gibbs Auto Supply in Hayes. Milwaukee products like the Alkaline Pin Light for $14.99 and Drill Bit Set for $19.99. Chemical Guys Car and Wash Detailing Shine Kit $39.99. Outdoor Edge Box Razorwork Blade $12.99. Milwaukee Clear Anti-Scratch Glass is $7.99. And Battery Maintainers starting at $39.99. Get great deals during the holiday season savings event at Gibbs Auto Supply in Hayes. Here's Thames, beautiful pass across the lane, but Saxon has his shot blocked by Riley. Taken away by Nanabu. He'll come up the floor, sidestep a defender and lay it in. Timeout Griffins. Oh my goodness, this defense is a blanket. They're not letting the Griffins sniff a shot. 23-7, Fort A State on a 10-0 run and a timeout called by Western. Yeah, some of the action from Saturday. The Tigers win over Missouri Western. Welcome back to Tiger Talk. It's brought to you in part by the Taco Shop. Whether you order by phone, use their handy app, dine-in, carry-out, or delivery, you've never had it so good. Taco Shop, a part of Hayes since 1970. And four-day state athletics inviting you to join Tiger fans with a plan. If you're going to be drinking, always designate a sober driver. Talking basketball with four-day state men's coach Mark Johnson. Tigers at home tonight, non-conference. In fact, final non-conference game. They take on the Threshers from Bethel College out of North Newton before heading to Newman to resume conference play Sunday afternoon against uh, the Jets. Let's talk about Bethel College here a little bit. And these are, you know, games during finals week are tough. I know you try to avoid it, but sometimes you have no choice. Uh, but, um, you know, they're right around 500, but yet they went into St. Joe, and they had Missouri Western down with 10 minutes to go. The Griffins put on a, a little run to, to finally win that game, but certainly a team that's very capable uh, that you're going to face here tonight. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're played a different level than Central Christian and Manhattan Christian. I mean, they're going to have they – they can put five, six, five big, strong, athletic guys out there to compete. And uh, you don't play well, you catch them on the wrong night, you mean – Brady Worth bailed us out how many years ago <laughs> yeah. when we when we won in double overtime. So, I mean, if we play hard and compete and play well, we'll be fine. If you're, you know, let's look at Manhattan Christian. They made seven threes in the first half. We're tied at halftime. Like I said, I mean, basketball, you catch people on the wrong night. You go to Rogers State, they make 11 of their first 14. Obviously, you control a little bit of that. Uh, but sometimes, you know, it's uh, – you know, with the three-point shot and the, the mouth like tonight, they're going to take 28 threes. And, and uh, you catch them on a night, they make 13 or 14. It doesn't matter who you're playing. You give up 13 or 14 made threes, you're in for a battle. So uh, hopefully we play well. And uh, like I said, it's always tricky during finals week of uh, with everything everybody has going on. Uh, our group to, to date and really over the last few years, I feel like for the most part is pretty focused and ready to go. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll, we'll, that will continue tonight and, and they'll be uh, ready to play. Yeah, hopefully so. And then you turn around and you go to Wichita. And you'll take on Newman. That'll be your final game before breaking a little bit for, for Christmas. But uh, a Jets team that on their home floor can always be a challenge. Yeah, I mean, Stevie Strong last year led our league in scoring. So anytime you got a guy can do that, they're a handful. They're big and got some big guys and some athleticism. So always close games there at the end. And, and uh Hopefully, again, we continue to come up on top uh, there in some close games. That sounds good. Hopefully a lot of Tiger fans there always seem to have a good gathering to, to watch the game. Coaches, always appreciate the time. We'll see you a bit later tonight at the Coliseum. All right, thanks, Gerard. There you go, Mark Johnson, coach of the Tigers again. 7 o'clock tonight. We'll be on the air at 6.30 with the Auto World pregame show. If you can't make it out, we certainly hope you can enjoy us. That'll wrap up Tiger Talk. It's brought to you by the Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute, Golden Bell Bank of Hayes and Ellis, BTI, and the Taco Shop. We will have a show next Wednesday, our final one before Christmas 
so we hope to see you out here and on the radio. Until tonight, Gerard Welbrock saying so long. Thank you.